fear, self-doubt, self-esteem, indecision because of fear. You know, these are serious things that hit us at different points in our life. Right now, you may be perfectly fine, or you may be in a situation where you're struggling, where you're down and you don't know what to do and you're afraid to make a move. You have no aim, no focus, no goal, and you're just asking, what can I do? What should I do? How can I overcome this? And I want to bring you to the idea of three C's, character, courage, and conviction. Once again, I'm going to say that character, courage, and conviction. Okay. Character is built up by courage and integrity. Courage is led by one's convictions. So I always think that looking at warrior cultures is a very interesting thing. For those of you that know, I've done martial arts for over a decade. Um, good experience. It's not just about being to physically combat someone. It's about the conquering of oneself. It's about developing what they call a warrior spirit based on Shaolin monks, warrior monks, peaceful people, right? But they knew how to throw down, right? But there's a warrior spirit. It's the same thing when we watch the Spartan movies, right? We're like, oh, man, these guys, they're serious. They're, they're going at it. Or you watch a Navy SEAL movie or anything like that. You, you see a level of intensity, a level of self-control. Um, you might say it's fearlessness, but every warrior has fear. It doesn't go away. But yet they charge forward. And you might ask, like, I want to be like that. How do I get there? You see their, their character, right? And their character comes from their courage. Courage does not exist without fear. You have to have something that you're afraid of to have courage. I was recently reading this book. It's an amazing book. So even if you're not a military-type person, you want to read something a little bit about leadership, or if you like the military or in the military, Check this book out. It's called Small Unit Tactics Handbook. Uh, U.S. Army Special Forces Ranger Airborne Small Units Tactics Handbook. The writer's name is Paul D. Lefevre. Paul D. Lefevre. He was a special operations guy who also has like a degree from Divinity School as well. He's smart and he's a warrior. He's a warrior. So in this, he was talking about leadership characteristic traits. And I came across something, and this is very important for me because I've had my own struggles recently, my own fears, my own worries, right? We, 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 we oftentimes teach from our own struggles, right? Courage. This is what I'm reading from page 228. Courage. As we have seen, courage is acting on one's own convictions despite the consequences. I'll read that part again for you. As we have seen, courage is acting on one's own convictions despite the consequences and involves both a physical and moral dimension and involves both a physical and moral dimension. Uh, he goes on, and this may not pertain as much to us, but he goes on to say physical courage requires overcoming fears of bodily harm and doing one's duty. And duty is not just martial, okay? It's one's duty in life. Courage involves taking risk in combat in spite of fear of wounds or even death. According to Marshall de Sachs, courage is the first of all qualities in a leader. And in Clausewitz's estimation, because war is the province of danger, courage above all things is the first quality of a warrior. Courage is above all things the first quality of a warrior. Sticking to one's duty, following one's own convictions. See, 
what you have to have is conviction. That conviction will make you make the hard decisions when you don't know what to do, when you are afraid. You look at military forces, people are in combat. What propels them forward? The point that they're fighting for their brother or sister or whoever you want to call them in arms right next to them. It's not just the amazing patriotic views that they care for the person right next to them. That is their brother, their sibling, however you want to call them. And they will lay down their life for them. They want them to come back home. And that, my friends, that willing to risk oneself is conviction. That's conviction. It's just one example of conviction. In our lives, convictions can come in various ways. What is it that you care so much about that it doesn't matter the consequence of the decisions that you make because you care about X, Y, Z? So I've given talks about this before. This is a little bit about my history. Uh, trigger warnings for those people who have had some troubles in life. So give me a few moments, guys. Trigger warnings. Five, four, three, two, one. I do mean that seriously. So... For me, college was a test of conviction, okay? I grew up poor, bad neighborhood, got out to the Midwest, came to a great school. What a lot of people don't know about me, I was abused pretty severely, and that continued while I was going to college. Um, from a distance at that point, kind of more verbal, but when I lived in Philadelphia, it was very much physical abuse. I've been strangled, I've been chased with weapons, like, all kinds of bad things. And there was, came a point where I was on the phone, abuse was happening, got off the phone, had tests to study for, had papers to write. My brain's just not on, right? Because your mind isn't built to be beat up all the time. And, you know, I wanted to quit. I was a junior. I wanted to leave. I was like, I'm done. I don't really want to do this anymore. And then at that point in time, you know, I, I talked to one of, my, one of my mentors, and I thought, and it's like, you know what, I did the Kumbo. You, you can't quit now. You, you can't quit now. Because there is someone out there one day whose life you're going to make an impact on. If you quit right now, you will not be able to help them. You will not be able to help them. You have to keep going on. That which I didn't have the word for it at that time, that was my conviction. It pushed me through despite being mentally, emotionally fatigued, despite having all the responsibilities of a student who is 10 hours away from what they consider a home and has no family nearby to count on. Despite all of those things, that was my passion. That was my conviction. That pushed me through that junior year and through that senior year and through the years that followed. And I have gotten to help people. There are some people that I think is like, you know what, that one person, there's one person that comes to mind is like, you know what, I think I, I, think I found that person. I, had I not had that degree that I fought for, I wouldn't be able to help out that person. Now, I'm sure I've helped out various other people. And this isn't trying to be ego, but... This is just speaking to the, the notion of conviction. You have to have something that, despite the consequences and the difficulty, you will continue to fight on. 
How do you find that out? I, I don't know. You know, I think what you can do, though, is find your quiet place. I mean, we have our TikTok, our Instagram, our YouTube, et cetera. There's going to be at a point in time where it might be helpful for you to go on a walk, stay by yourself, kind of get into your own thoughts, reflect on your past. If you are going to go on the YouTubes and the TikToks and the Instagrams and the Twitch, find some stuff that talks about life and meaning. Find something that will make you reflect in that moment. And in that, something might spring up in you and say, hey, that's important. But once you start to find your conviction, you need to hold on to it. Your convictions can be eroded. They can be lost. I feel like I've been lost. You know, I've worked so hard at this point in my life to make sure I was financially set. I'm a millennial. We, we get crapped on all the time, right? We're entitled. We're lazy. No, we received a world from our bloomers that was in bad shape. We were told, get a degree, at least for people like myself, get a degree, get a degree, and you're guaranteed a quality paying job. I tell you, for those that graduated in 2009, many of you know that that was a lie. That was a lie. But yet they call us entitled. How can we be entitled when we just follow the steps you told us to go? Is that entitlement or just confusion? I don't know. But in that process, trying to make sure that I could protect myself financially, and since I grew up poor, to protect three generations, because that's how long it takes to get out of poverty, I put my effort on making money. There was a point in time where all these great jobs that I worked, they didn't pay good enough. And I realized I was putting my efforts into helping other people and not helping myself. And that hurt. I started thinking about, man, what if you want to have a family? And you can't afford to have a family, despite your degree, despite all this hard work, despite all the people you've taken time to help. And then I became very, very, very money focused and very much about success in a way that like, I really can't fail. I need to make this money. I must make this money. And what happens after a certain point in time is that if money is not your true conviction, that's not what you really care about. That's not what makes you a whole person, right? Because for many people, that doesn't make them a whole person. You can lose yourself. You'll find yourself saying yes to things you know you should say no to, to being treated incorrectly, to being in spaces where you really shouldn't be because they do not speak to your spirit. You need to figure out what your convictions are. You may find yourself, as I've seen other people, in situations where they are trying to do the best they can do, and they're in a unhealthy environment. There's no goals for them to set. They may be critiqued on their work performance, yet like a moving goalpost, it's always they never hit the mark because it's always moved for them. They can never get the job done, even though they're actually doing a great job. And in those moments, their, their convictions, their self-esteem, all those things can be ripped apart, can be broken down by people who are weaker mind and weaker spirit than them. Conviction. Conviction is what you need. Conviction in perhaps it's I will do the best job that I know I can do. I will be my own metric and measure. I will know when I am satisfied and when I am not. And anything else that I hear is just noise. I was speaking to one of my martial arts brothers, 
And I can't tell a bunch about his story. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get him on here later. But this is exactly what we were talking about. He was doing great things for a community, great things for a community in a, in a high position. Politics. Lots of politics were around. He was a guy not from that community. And people loved him in the beginning, but he was a person that was about doing what was right. And then eventually, those people began to betray him. They began to speak poorly about him. And eventually, he left that place after having done great work. And those people still running his name through the mud. And I asked him, you know, how, how, how do you feel about, you know, how do you deal with that? And that's what he said. It's the, it's the warrior spirit. He's also a martial artist. It's the warrior spirit. I know I did a great job. No one can say otherwise. Why can he say that? Because he had his own internal compass. He had his own convictions on what was right and what was wrong. There were times he could have jumped out of the role and left them up the creek. And he said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to follow the path that I think is right. Sometimes when you're in bad places, be it a work environment or a family environment, you really have to determine what's right by you. You need to be able to go home at night and sleep and feel good about yourself at the end of the day. That is most, most important. And I say that even if you can't figure out what your conviction is, try, try to do something. Try to do something that might bring joy to you or that you find is important. Shoot, I for me, it's physical activity. I, I know for me, because my body can do it, jogging, jogging miles, that's that gets me focused and eventually leads me to things that I find to be important. But whatever it is, you need to find your conviction because this is what can happen, okay? You can find yourself in a dark place, in a, in a bad community, right? And what was the saying? That um, if you stare in the void long enough, the void stares back into you. Well, to add to that, that void can eventually extend its arm to you. And you must never take that hand. You must never take that hand. It is so vital for you to understand what is important and what things you will accept and what things you will not. It is vitally important. You can become a terrible person. You can lose your life. You can harm the lives of others. I've seen people who have been so bitter. I forget what this quote is from, but it's along the lines of uh, suffering leads to bitterness Bitterness leads to spite, and spite leads to vengefulness. We got a lot of people doing a lot of crazy things in this world, people harming each other physically. We have other people who take out their harm on others, make their lives terrible, never realizing that they are just doing the exact same thing that they suffered from. You can't be like that. There's so much more to you. You got to keep fighting. You gotta keep hope alive. I believe in you. This world is a crazy place. It's also a beautiful place if you can't see it. You will. You will. It will show itself in the quiet moments. In the moments of laughter from kids as you walk down the street doing your own thing, in the breeze, you know, looking at the sky. You'll find it. Keep on moving forward. Keep on moving forward. We're going to talk a little bit more about conviction and leadership. Um, I've been reading this book. I've also watched another person talking about um, 
self-esteem as well that kind of helped inspire this in terms of what he did and thinks in terms of Rangers, Ranger School, Army. Um, I think he has some really good points, uh, some real um, tactical things that you can do um, to make life a little easier, like focusing on what's important. So we'll get to that. All right, guys, thanks for listening in. We'll see you on the other side of awesome.